The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Main Street Vegan with host Victoria Moran. Victoria is an author, inspirational speaker, and a certified holistic health counselor and vegan lifestyle coach. She's here to entertain, educate, and inspire you on your journey to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Now, let's get this party started. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Everybody, how are you doing today? I hope that everything is wonderful in your world, that your life is beautiful, your food is beautiful, and all is going well. We have a really exciting show today. Our guest coming up in the second segment is Austin Healy Aries. Austin Aries is a pro wrestler. He is one of at least two, and we're going to find out from him if there are actually more pro wrestlers who are vegan. You know, it used to be people thought, well, vegans, let's see, they're folk singers and maybe social workers. We just didn't think of being pro wrestlers, but you know what? We're pretty much everything these days, and that's pretty cool. So welcome to all of you who have some interest in the veg persuasion. It's a great, wonderful adventure. So happy that you're interested in trying it. And I want to invite those of you who haven't taken the plunge yet to consider doing it for seven days at least, starting next week. April 21st to 27th is U.S. Veg Week 2014. So it's going to kick off on a meatless Monday. So that's going to make it easy for people who are taking the pledge to be vegetarian. That means you don't eat anybody who had a face or a mama. For, for seven days, it's also the day before Earth Day, so we can be thinking about the impact on the planet of our food choices. So U.S. Veg Week lets you do all kinds of things. You can take the pledge and get a free veg starter pack. But if you're already veg, vegan, vegetarian, and you want to go a little bit further, there are ways to celebrate in your community, to host an event, a potluck, a, a bake sale. So just check out U.S. Veg Week. Just Google that, and it'll take you right there. All kinds of people are participating. U.S. Senator Cory Booker, great guy. He used to be mayor of Newark, New Jersey, and he did so many things for stray dogs and companion animals, an MMA fighter, Aaron Simpson. See, we have pro wrestlers, MMA fighters, all kinds of fascinating folks. So do take part in U.S. Veg Week next week. And now I want to backtrack a little bit to last week, a couple of things from last week's show. When I was speaking with the beauty expert, Melissa Elliott, I talked about the lovely company that sent me three really good-sized samples of a foundation, beautiful foundation, to test out the colors. And I said, oh, I'm going to go get the name of that company and share it with everybody, except I forgot. So I'm going to tell you now that that company is Glam Natural, G-L-A-M 
Natural, and their website is glamnaturalmakeup.com. So you might want to check them out. And also from last week, we had on Raw Generations Jessica Geyer, and she offered a 50% discount on a, a juice cleanse to anybody who listens to this show and who goes to rawgeneration.com and gives them the code VEGAN. So they ship throughout the continental United States. If you're looking to do some cleansing and some cleanup inside your body this springtime or whenever you're hearing this, you can just put in the code VEGAN and do your first cleanse or your 20th cleanse for 50% off. So, um, a while ago, we had on the beautiful filmmaker of the really extraordinary documentary, The Ghosts in Our Machine. That film was available for theatrical release um, in Canada and then in the U.S. Lots of people saw it, but lots of people didn't because theatrical release is hard to get and depends on what city you're in if you're able to go see certain films on the big screen. But now The Ghosts in Our Machine is available through iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play, and also through cable TV video download in a lot of places. So if you don't don't know about the ghosts and so many people say oh that sounds like an animal rights movie it'll be creepy and scare me you know there are some scenes of some of the things that happen and they are awful and they do happen but it's not a difficult film to watch because it's the story of a wonderful photographer who documents animal abuses around the world so it's her story and you get very involved in her story And the little clips of the things that happen to animals are there because they need to be there, but they're short and they're sandwiched within wonderful story elements. So I hope you will check them out. You can go to theghostsinourmachine.com and then do a slash. And this is Watch Ghosts Online in the USA with a hyphen in between everything. Watch hyphen ghosts hyphen online hyphen in hyphen the hyphen USA. And you can see this wonderful film if you haven't already. I also want to talk a little bit about what is in publications that have been coming certainly into my mailbox. The Farm Sanctuary magazine, Compassion, showed up a couple of days ago, and I was so gratified to see that they were kind enough to put a nice notice about the Main Street Vegan Cruise, which is coming up next February. Farm Sanctuary is our charitable beneficiary, and we've got all kinds of wonderful speakers like pastry chef Fran Costigan and Dr. Michael Greger. you got to know Dr. Greger, nutritionfacts.org, Will Tuttle and his wife, Madeline, of the World Peace Diet. So that's coming up. Uh, You can check it out at tinyurl.com slash msvcruise. That's MSV for Main Street Vegan. So a shout out and thank you to Farm Sanctuary for giving us that notice. And then in Good Good Medicine, which is the publication of Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. We had Dr. Neil Barnard on the show a while back. You can look there on the Unity site or on iTunes or wherever you access this show. And if you miss Dr. Barnard, you can check him out. But in their magazine, the front cover is about vegan athletes. And it is so cool. I mean, a couple of um, Olympic swimmers, the gold medal Olympic ice skating champion. We are just really infiltrating the sports world. There are no wimpy vegans around here. And finally, I'll just catch you up on what I've been up to. You know, I'm writing my 12th book. And that sounds like I ought to know how to do it. But you know what? Writing a book is difficult. It's always, always difficult. And I've been having a lot of writer's block because I've been trying to understand what my editor is asking for and what my soul really wants to say. And it just occurred to me last week, you know what? My deadline is the 1st of August. And if I am ever going to write this book, I need to go away somewhere and just hole up and not let anybody know where I am. 
and just focus on the focus for the new book. I know the title. It's called The Good Karma Diet. Do you like that? Let me know. Write to me if, if you like that. You can write to me here at Unity. You can write to me, Victoria, at MainStreetVegan.net or shout out on Facebook or Twitter. But anyway, The Good Karma Diet. And I know what that is, but I felt like I'd already talked a lot about eating in a way that does good to the world and then brings good back to you. So I went off on my retreat and I just holed up. I actually posted on Facebook a picture of all the snacks I brought (laughs) so I'd have some food while I was writing. And after a couple of days, it came to me that this has to be about happiness. This is about eating in a way that makes us happy because why do we overeat? And then why do we go on diets? Why do we do all these things with food? Because we think it's going to make us happy. And you know what? There is a way to eat and a way to live that makes you so happy because, you know, you're doing something for others. What's the old song? Make someone happy, just one someone happy. Or in the case of going vegan, lots and lots and lots of very happy and grateful animals. So now you know exactly what's going on with me and you are soon going to know what it's like to be a vegan pro wrestler when we come back with none other than Austin Aries. Stay with us. Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to tens of thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you have been served by this programming, we invite you to support it by visiting www.unity.fm and clicking on Donate Now. Thank you for your support. What if you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet, and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. listening to Main Street Vegan with Victoria Moran. If you have questions or comments about today's topic or any other area of interest, we invite you to follow Victoria underscore Moran on Twitter or email her at MainStreetVegan at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Now, back to Main Street Vegan. 
Welcome back, everybody. I've just been chatting with our guest coming up. I'm so excited. We've had some fits and starts trying to get uh, Austin's very busy schedule lined up with ours. So for those of you who maybe don't follow wrestling, I'm going to let you know to whom we'll be speaking. Austin Aries is one of the top stars of TNA Impact Wrestling, which airs every Thursday night at 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central on Spike TV, as well as regular pay-per-view events and national international tours. In addition to TNA, Austin has worked for many of the major pro wrestling organizations in the world. What makes him unique among his peers is that he has been a vegan for two years, a vegetarian for 13 years before that. He is passionate about fitness and nutrition and wants to help spread the word that you can be fit and muscular and eat right and be a vegan. Welcome, Austin. Hello, Victoria. How are you? I'm terrific. It's just so, so much fun to be talking with you. You know, when your PR person contacted me several months ago, it, it happened to be a Thursday. So that night, my husband and I found Spike TV, which I'm not sure we had ever tuned into <laughs> ever before, and got to watch you do what you do. That is some athletic stuff you're about. Yeah, uh, it, it, it definitely, uh, there's definitely an athletic component to it. You know, I, I think I gravitated towards professional wrestling because I grew up an athlete and I grew up an entertainer. And uh, really, professional wrestling just kind of takes those two uh, worlds and, and, and mashes them together. So it's, it's a lot of performance, but it's a lot of athletics as well. Well, it does indeed. And I know we've talked about my daughter, who's a stunt performer, and that that's another way that the entertainment and the athleticism get together. So tell us a little bit of your story, how you got to be a pro wrestler, and then how you got to be a vegan. Uh, well, you know, I, I grew up again, uh, I think wrestling kind of captured my imagination at an early age, you know, I was probably about four or five. So I always grew up a, a real passionate fan of it. <clears throat> never, never really dawned on me, it'd, it'd be something I could actually pursue for a career. So I went the uh, normal route. I played sports growing up uh, in, in, in high school, went to college to play baseball. Um, but before that really took root, uh, I had this opportunity kind of present itself to me. Uh, I, I call it kind of fate intervened. And, uh, you know, my, my best friend at the time was actually training to be a wrestler in Minneapolis. He kind of called me out of the blue. We hadn't really been in, in touch for a while because we both were kind of bouncing around doing different stuff. And um, he called me up and said, hey, I'm in Minneapolis trained to be a professional wrestler. And uh, it kind of blew my mind because I had no idea how you'd even you know, pursue or go about something like that. So I, uh, I went up there to check it out and saw this little ring set up in a, in a garage and, and guys in there training and, and learning the craft. And um, I made a decision right there. Uh, I asked him if I could move up on his couch. And uh, <clears throat> I made a deal with the, uh, with the, with the coaches uh, you know, to make some financial uh, arrangements because it wasn't it wasn't cheap and uh and two weeks later i moved up on my buddy's couch and started pursuing professional wrestling that's amazing it's like when you're supposed to do something in this world the way opens up absolutely i love to hear people's stories so were you vegetarian at that time uh not quite at that time but um shortly before that um i started training you know, I was I was doing some traveling around the country and, and maybe seeing some parts of the country I hadn't seen before out in the West Coast. A lot of, you know, a little bit of Texas and then on to Arizona and California, really just trying to find myself and, and figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And the guy that I was traveling with at the time just posed a real simple question uh, or statement. And he, and he really said, you know, red meat and pork's really not good for you. And, um, and, and that simple statement really just, it changed the way I looked at food because I never really thought about food in the context of being healthy or unhealthy as much as if it was just something you, you, you liked or you didn't like. So that kind of began some research on my end. And then also, you know, going through Texas, we passed, uh, we passed by a couple of huge corporate slaughterhouses and, and that opened my eyes to something that I didn't expect or, or really know about. I mean, the, the, the sheer size of it, uh, just kind of blew my mind. So that was really the seed that was planted. Um, when I started professional wrestling, I was still eating uh, chicken. I was still eating eggs and dairy. Um, and obviously in this profession, you need to have some muscle mass. So I thought these were the things I needed to eat to, to gain that. But I do remember one day I was just making some chicken breasts. Uh, I was probably about a month or two into my career. And uh, I just kind of looked at the chicken and I said, this is, uh, this is really disgusting to me <laughs> and just not very uh, appetizing. And, uh, and from that day on, I stopped eating meat, and that was in 2000. 
Um, fast forward uh, 12 years later, 2012, I finally saw the documentary Forks Over Knives. And uh, I had still been consuming dairy and still been consuming eggs. And uh, But after watching that documentary, I think it was just the the little nudge I needed to, to stop uh, burying my head in the sand to, to those realities as well. And uh, so two years ago, I cut out all animal products and have gone completely plant-based. So as an athlete, did you have a little glimmer of worry because so many trainers and people over the years have said you have to have animal protein to build muscle and maintain muscle? Um, I didn't so much. I mean, I think I think at the beginning of the journey, I was I was still kind of naive to even what healthy eating was. You know, I look back at my eating habits when I first went vegetarian, and I was still consuming a lot of the meatless products, which, you know, depending on which ones you buy, aren't necessarily better for you and can be full of a lot of, you know, genetically modified foods and, and things of that sort, uh, high and very high in sodium content. Um, but, you know, I was still relying a lot on protein shakes and eggs and uh, and then the meatless products. So I always felt like I was getting enough protein and it didn't necessarily have to come from from meat. Now, I was still, again, relying on the dairy and the eggs. So, you know, but I think because it was a 12-year journey before I finally got rid of the eggs and the dairy, that I had a lot more information. I was a lot better equipped to make that final change. Um, and because I knew about things like tempeh and, you know, and, and seeds and nuts and lentils and beans and rice. And uh, so, so the transition, once I cut the eggs and the dairy out, wasn't so drastic because I've been doing it for so long that I had a lot better information and I was, I was better suited to do that. Right. We're talking with pro wrestler Austin Healy Aries. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. Our toll-free number is 888-558-6489. That's 888-558-6489. Call in, join the conversation, ask your questions. So, Austin, what did you find happened with your body when you went vegan? Any changes? Um. <clears throat> Not especially, uh, again, because I think even towards the end of, of me completely switching over, I, I wasn't consuming a lot of dairy. Uh, I wasn't consuming a lot of eggs. Um, so I, was, I felt at that point I was pretty healthy in my eating. Um, but if you want to compare where I was before I stopped eating uh, the way I used to, you know, when I was a college student compared to when I, when I started going vegetarian, uh, a huge difference. You know, I was, <clears throat> I look back at some pictures back then and I, I just, I looked so unhealthy. You know, I, 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 you've heard the term skinny fat. And uh, so, I mean, but even just my complexion and things like that. Um, but, you know, I think that through the process of learning to eat more whole foods, a wide variety of fruits and vegetables, um, you know, portion sizes, really, uh, really examining the foods I eat, making sure that, you know, they're organic when I, when I, when I can make that decision, making sure they're non-GMO, uh, making sure there's no artificial colors, there's no artificial sugars, Again, there's so many levels of where you can take it. Um, I mean, I feel great. Um, I just turned 36 uh, yesterday. Oh, uh, happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, you so know, you really are an Aries. <laughs> I really am an Aries. Yeah, that's that's exactly where it came from. So, uh, you know, a lot of people will mistake me for, you know, eight, ten years younger uh, than I am. And, uh, you know, when I get my blood levels checked, my, my cholesterol levels are, are, are extremely low. Um, and then my inflammatory levels are, are basically not even detectable. And, you know, that's to me is all attributed to the fact that my diet is full of alkaline forming foods and not acidic foods like the plant, pro, uh, like the animal proteins. Oh, that, that's so cool. Well, I, I have an Aries message for you for, for your birthday. I was talking oh. with a friend yesterday who's an astrologer, and she said when you're a fire sign, when you're an Aries or a Sagittarius or a Leo person, know that your natural desires are for freedom, power, and reach out into the world. <laughs> and I thought freedom, power, and reach, because I'm an Aries too, and it's like sometimes when when I'm craving freedom, power, and reach, I'm thinking, oh, you shouldn't do that. Right. You should crave quiet and and spiritual things. But, you know, being who you are is a spiritual thing. So I yep. bless you for this year ahead with freedom, power, and reach, and may all your dreams come true. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. So how do your colleagues, how do the other wrestlers react to your diet? Um. You know what? I've been pretty fortunate that, you know, the guys that I've worked with, um, you know, outside of the, the good nature ribbing that we all do uh, to each other about, you know, different things. Everyone has their own quirks or whatever. And so I exclude the good nature ribbing. Uh, they, they've all been really, I think, respectful and, and, and if anything, inquisitive. You know, I mean, 
I bring a lot of my own foods to to uh, to our shows, to our television tapings. You know, we do have catering there, but I like to bring my own food. I like to control what I'm putting in my body, and I figure if I, if I can, you know, <clears throat> bring a uh, better quality food and, and take it out of the hands of maybe people who aren't quite as uh, informed about the type of food I like to eat, then that's that's better for me. But you know, I think that a lot of times they see what I'm eating, they look at their plate from catering, they look at my what I've brought, and then they want to know, like, well, what is that? That looks great, you know? That and happens think- so much because our food is so attractive, or it can be. You know, I think there's sure. kind of 1970s vegan food that was all sort of brown, right. <laughs> and now we're into color. Yeah, and, and I think, too, you know, again – a lot, of, a lot of the people in my industry, they they fall on that conventional wisdom of, of what we've been kind of sold. So they so they have the same questions that a lot of people have. Well, where do you get your protein? Or you know, uh, are you getting enough of your vitamins and your minerals? You know, and and so I think that you know, if anything, they've just been they've been really inquisitive. Uh, they've been respectful. Um, you know, but but I, I would say that I like to you know I, I don't like to inconvenience anybody else. This is my life decision. I know that it's right now outside the norm. So I like to make sure that I'm prepared, so I'm not really putting anybody uh, putting anybody out or putting anybody uh, under any uh, you know extra inconveniences when it comes to where we're going to eat. Uh, that's really nice. Now, I guess you're not the only vegan pro wrestler. I posted something about that on social media, and I heard back from some wrestling fans who were telling me, "No, there's this other guy and <laughs> a couple other guys." So is it a little trend? Um. I don't know about that. I think some of the some, some of the people might be a little misinformed. I, I'm, I can't speak for sure that there are or aren't. Uh, I know I know Daniel Bryan's someone that a lot of people are familiar with, and, and there was a short time that he was vegan, um, <clears throat> mostly I think due to some uh, some health concerns. Uh, but but I don't think that's any longer the case. Um, outside of that, I'm not too sure of any other mainstream professional wrestlers. Uh, that I know of, and I'm not saying there aren't, but but that I'm aware of that that follow the same uh, lifestyle. At least, at least not ones that I work with or that are with uh, you know any other like major wrestling company. I see. Well, you can carry the banner then. So I know you're all over the world with your work. How do you get healthy food on the road? <clears throat> I, I I carry it with me. <laughs> that's that's the easiest. You, way you must have a heck of a suitcase. Well, you know what? It's funny because I usually carry three bags, and one has my wrestling gear. Uh, the other bag will have my my clothes, you know, um, and my maybe my toiletries. And then my third bag that I actually carry on me is usually my my uh, neoprene cooler with all my snacks and my food. And then you know, usually when I whenever I get into a town, wherever I'm traveling to, um, you know, uh, I'll use a good resource of uh, like HappyCow.net which is a website that has a good resource of all vegan, vegetarian, and, and natural-type food stores or, or restaurants. And I'll just plug in where I'm at and see what's around me, and I'll go and I'll, and I'll stock up for the weekend. Um, internationally, I was just in Japan. I was just in uh, the U.K. Uh, I was in uh, Scotland and Ireland. Um, but, you know, I just I make sure to bring, obviously, protein powders, which, um, you know, a lot of my colleagues, they, they carry around packets of tuna and whey protein powder because they want to make sure they have their protein sources on them. I carry on packets of lentils and veggie protein powder to make sure I have my protein sources on me. And then things like, you know, almonds and, and maybe some, you know, some good vegan protein bars. Um, so I always make sure I have some snacks and have some protein sources on me. It's always easy to find uh, carbohydrates on the road. And, uh, but again, it's, it's, it's a learning process and it's just putting a little extra time and effort in and, and, continuing to, uh, to to learn more and have more information and more tools at your disposal. What kind of protein powder do you use? Um, I, there's a few different ones I like. Um, uh, MRM makes a really good veggie protein that, that I'm fond of. I think it's got a good flavor. I use it a lot for uh, in, in baking or uh, in, my, in my smoothies and my Vitamix. Um, Plant Fusion is another one that, that, that I've, I've been fond of. And then on it uh, makes a really good hemp protein called Hemp Force that uh, that I've, I've I've grown to like as well. So and, and most of the veggie proteins are made up of usually a combination of hemp, pea, and rice protein. So you're getting a complete amino acid profile. Yes. So you mentioned the Vitamix, and I know you're doing something around a Vitamix. What's that all about? 
Well, you know, I've always I've been a big fan of uh, Vitamix for a long time uh, since an, uh, uh, a friend of mine many years ago got one, and uh, you know she swore by it, and then I kind of saw what, what the thing did, and and was a fan. So I've always been a, a big supporter, and uh, you know I bought one myself a couple years ago, and and I use it multiple times a day, and I've always been uh, I've always liked to put the things over on my social media that that I believe in, and Vitamix is, is one of those things. And they were they were nice enough to contact me and offer me the opportunity to try out their new Vitamix S30, which is basically a a smaller version of the normal size Vitamix, and it's really made more for on the go travel. It comes with like a twenty ounce uh, like a shaker cup that you can blend your shake right in, put a top on, take it fits right in your car cup holder, and uh, it's a little again more streamlined. Same power, same does all the same things a regular Vitamix does. But, you know, for traveling or for on the go, it's, it's really convenient. So they sent me one to try out, and, and I think it's, it's a great machine. Again, does everything the regular Vitamix does, high quality, uh, just a great company as far as customer service and, and, uh, and things of that such. And, uh, and they also afforded me the opportunity to, to give away a Vitamix S30 to one of my followers. So basically I'm doing a little giveaway right now on Twitter, and you can follow me on Twitter at Austin Aries. And the way to enter the, the sweepstakes is basically to follow myself at Austin Aries, follow at Vitamix, and then follow my friends at Naked Food Mag, and then put us all in a tweet with the hashtag AA Great Vitamix S30 Giveaway. So if you go to my Twitter feed, you can see the information on how to actually enter yourself into the giveaway. We're going to run it for about two weeks, and then on May 1st, we'll announce uh, the winner. And I thought it was just a really cool thing that, that Vitamix allowed me to do to, to help kind of share something that I really believe in with, with my fans and, and the people following me on, on social media. Oh, that's cool. And people love contests. So what we're going to do is follow you on Twitter, and you're Austin, A-U-S-T-I-N, Aries, yep. A-R-I-E-S. Correct. And we're going to follow at Vitamix. We're going to follow at Naked Food Mag. Is that right? Yep, Naked Food Mag, M-A-G, yes. And then we're going to tweet with all those ats in there. And what's the other thing to put in that tweet? The hashtag AA, like Austin Aries, AA Great Vitamix uh-huh. S30 Giveaway. AA Great Vitamix S30 Giveaway. Well, that's probably going to take up our 40 characters. So, okay, cool. You can fit it all in there, absolutely, because I, I, I did a sample. I did a sample tweet to show people exactly how to uh, enter Okay. And then, you know, again, at the end of the two weeks, we'll, we'll take the, the, the pool of people and then we'll select a winner. Okay, very cool. Now, okay, I want to ask you about this great thing. So your wrestling handle is what? Greatest man in the world? <laughs> or- Something like that. It's actually the greatest man that ever lived. And, the greatest and- man that ever lived. So talk to me a little bit about the, the ego in the <laughs> wrestling profession. It seems like it is as essential as the muscle. Sure. Well, and, and, and the moniker that I, I kind of I stole it from a Weezer song that's titled the same. And I I was uh, sitting actually in Los Angeles some years back and the song came on the radio when it was new. And and I loved the song and I was kind of looking for something to add to my persona. And I said, you know what, I think I think I just found it or it found me. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in any kind of entertainment industry and really in anything in life, you have to believe in yourself. Uh, if you don't believe in yourself, how can anybody else believe in you? And And so wrestling, I think. You know, when you step out that curtain, um, what, whatever your persona, whatever your character is, you have to believe it with all your heart because otherwise nobody's going to buy it. And uh, and so you have to have an ego in this industry, um, you know, and like a lot of industries, especially in entertainment. But but you have to know when to check that ego and you have to know when to put it away. And I think that's, you know, that's the important part to remember. Um, you know, when the camera's on and stuff, we want to exude that confidence and that ego, pers- uh, you know, so to speak. But you know, when the light goes off, then we just need to go back to being our, our regular people and, and, and happy and grateful for what we get to do for a living. And, and you seem to do that so well. I know we, we've had a little contact before and, and, and some emails. And I was talking to a young wrestling fan, young guy, and when I told him I was going to have you on the show, oh, he was so excited. He just totally lit up. And I said, yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. And this young man said, oh, no, not in the ring. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> So I get that. You turn it on, you turn it off. That's very good. But you keep your veganism on all the time. That's a very good thing. So when we come back after our next break, we're going to talk about corporate food interests. I know this is is something that you like to talk about because you're somebody like me who believes that food needs to 
grow up out of the ground without too much interference from us. So everybody stay with us. 888-558-6489 is the number if you would like to join our conversation. And otherwise, stay with us through these important announcements. And we'll be back for more with Austin Aries right here on the Main Street Vegan Show on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Looking for the spiritual in your everyday life? Searching for meaning in the meaningless? Check out the book, Rants to Revelations, by Reverend Ogan Holder. Using his characteristic wit, humor, and storytelling, Reverend Ogan brings spiritual insight into practically every arena of human life. From issues of spiritual growth and family life to deep theological concerns about God and reality, he combines personal narrative with philosophical and scientific understanding to bring a fresh perspective into the life of faith in today's postmodern world. Pick up a copy of Rants to Revelations today from www.rantstorevs.com. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for Main Street Vegan. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Main Street Vegan. I am having just the best talk with Austin Aries, pro wrestler. You can see him on Thursday nights on Spike TV. And he is a vegan and a healthy vegan and a really inspiring guy. So I'm so happy that he's taking the time to talk with us today. Now, Austin, I know that when somebody says corporate food, you kind of take on the mean wrestler dude persona. I get a feeling you would like to get some of those corporate foods in that wrestling ring and pound on them. Yeah, it, it, it definitely could be something that can uh, can fire me up when we start talking about the the food system that's been, that's been put in place by corporations. And, so um, can you first, let's just get a definition because we were talking about Vitamix. That's a corporation. We were talking about some of these uh, plant-based proteins and they're made by companies. Sure. So where do we draw the line? What, what in your mind is what you call a corporate food? Well, um, you know, when I think of, you know, there, there's some huge major conglomerates that, that really control a lot of the, the food sourcing. Um, you know, then you can even talk about uh, a corporation like Monsanto, which you know has a huge stronghold on on the seed uh, the seed system, which basically comes from life. And you start talking about genetically modified foods um, and and a lobbying power that they have in our government. So, you know, the bottom line is of, there's all different levels of corporations, but but these huge these huge corporations that put out eighty percent of the food that we find in our in our grocery stores. Um, I just don't I don't feel that they're being uh, very consumer conscious and friendly because really at the end of the day, they're only their only concern is profit. And I think they've shown time and time again that they're willing to do whatever uh, to continue to increase that profit and, and not have much concern about who it affects. Well, I think you've got it there. I was in a, a big supermarket the other day buying some things for a woman who's in a nursing home. And I thought, you know, compared to the produce section, that's like maybe 3% of this giant supermarket, but it's really the best food and some of the only food that's in the whole store. But people don't get that. You know, they look at the supermarket and they just think that other than maybe the Twinkies or some stuff that everybody knows is probably not something that you want to be eating every day, 
that it's pretty much basically good food. Do you think that's because these corporations have had a lot to do with nutritional education of the populace? Well, absolutely, and and they have they they, they have so much money they can use to study uh, how to market and how to advertise to people. Um, and and again, I've always said when it comes to you know the, the premise that we need a lot of protein or that milk is this perfect food for calcium and, and growing. Uh, if you follow the money line and you realize the people who are selling us that message, it's the very people who are profiting from selling that food to us. And uh, you're talking about the you know the FDA, the USDA, the guidelines that have been put in place as far as what we should be eating has been very mis- uh, very misguided and, and really misleads people. And I think we're starting to understand and there's more information out about what true optimal health and, and the eating that is, is associated with that. And it's not, it's not a diet that's very heavily uh, committed to animal proteins, um, you know. And so, you know, I, it's hard for me to go in a supermarket and do my shopping because I'm also someone who likes to buy organic, uh, you know, fruits and vegetables. And, and so even a normal supermarket might have a small section where there's organic, but the rest of it's not. And, um, you know, when I started buying organic bananas and then I went back and ate a non-organic banana, I tasted a difference. Not to mention that the non-organic uh, fruits and vegetables seem like they spoil a lot quicker. Um, and so, I've noticed that. Yeah, that's interesting wonder, you bring wonder, that up. You wonder if that's a reason to make people have to go out and buy, buy more, to make more money, to profit more. Um, so, you know, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I'm a guy who looks at, at the things around me and, and can deduct my own um, idea of, of why that is. And I see this, and again, I travel all over this country, and I see a country full of sick, unhealthy people and, and young, sick, unhealthy people and, and misinformed people when it comes to diet. And then I see a healthcare system that profits on not curing people, but treating people with pills and pharmaceuticals. And you just kind of see this evil cycle that feeds off one another. Because in my opinion, if our healthcare system was, was structured the way it should be, what we eat in our diet would be paramount to anything that we would look at when it comes to, to treating people and curing them, curing them of their ailments and their diseases. Because really, what you put in your body multiple times a day, 365 days a year, has got to have one of the biggest effects on our overall health. And yet that's something that's very rarely touched upon when you go see a doctor. They, they, they would rather uh, you know, figure out what's wrong with you and then, and then figure out which pill they can sell to you to treat that and, and, and not cure it. So... You know, I really think it comes down to us to educate ourselves on what we put in our body. And it can be very difficult because there's so many mixed messages out there. You know, does, does fat-free mean it's good for me? Does sugar-free mean it's good for me? Does natural mean anything? You know, the, the, these are all marketing tools. They, they really don't mean anything, but, but they do mislead people into thinking that, well, I eat pretty healthy. And the reality is, is that most people don't eat very healthy. And it's not because they're not trying to, but because they don't really have the true information to understand what that means. Yeah, well, that's why all these wonderful uh, documentaries, I'm certainly books, but we're just loving the videos. And I know you just went to a red carpet screening of a new film about GMOs. What was that like? Yeah, it's called uh, GMO OMG, uh, and and it was uh, produced by Jeremy Seifert. And um, it was a really cool experience. Um, I was put in contact through... uh, through Margarita Respirito, who's who's the founder of Naked Food Magazine. She put me in contact with Dr. David Kuhn, who's a doctor in Ocala, Florida. And his premise is, is more of an integrative health approach, and it's really based upon diet and food. And his mantra is, be your own cure. And he, he really he saw this film and believed so strongly in it that he put on this big red carpet event up in Ocala. And there was a lot of health professionals there, a lot of people interested in this topic. And uh, it was really informative. And, you know, Jeremy... You know, when he set out to make this movie, uh, it wasn't with, with any certain um, idea in mind of, of good or bad when it came to GMOs. It was simply about the fact that he had two young kids, and he realized that now he had a responsibility uh, in, in what he was feeding them. And then comes to realize that genetically modified food makes up over 80% of the food that's put out there for us, and people know very little about it. And that concerned him. So his whole, his whole journey was to get more information and, and follow, basically follow the dots to get the information. And, and really it leads back to like a company like Monsanto, who has really got this stronghold on our crop industry because of genetically modified seeds. And they've patented these seeds. 
And, um, and so they really, in, in a lot of ways, it's, it's almost seems like they want to own the food supply. And yet there's very little information and they keep spending a lot of money to keep that information from not being put out there, from not having uh, GMOs labeled on food so people can make the decision if it's something they want to eat or not. And really the only study that's ever been done as far as the long-term effects was a three-month study that was done by the Monsanto scientists themselves. Then the FDA looked at it and said, okay, good enough for us, it's safe. So, again, uh, it's something that we don't know a lot about. A lot of people still don't even, even know what a GMO is, and yet 85% of our food system is, is full of it. Well, that's pretty scary. But forewarned is forearmed. It is something that, that people can get more educated about, learn about. I know that book, Seeds of Deception, is, is wonderful for somebody who's not familiar with the GMO controversy. So, Austin, you work really hard physically. I mean, obviously, you burn a lot of calories. What do you eat? Just kind of let us know if we were going to come and have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with you, what would we be eating? Sure. Um, you know, I usually start my day off with, with, a, with a Vitamix smoothie. And I usually have, uh, you know, I just use water. I use a scoop or two of my uh, veggie protein. I'll throw some banana in there. I'll throw some frozen spinach, maybe some blueberries, uh, and then maybe a cup cup and a half of oatmeal and um you know i'll blend that up and just kind of get my day going with that with some some good complex carbs and uh some good fruits and vegetables a little bit of protein um my next meal usually i'll have some some type of tofu or, or maybe a tempeh scramble with some you know with some vegetables again there's some peppers onions spinach garlic um you know i'll throw a grapefruit on in there and then maybe like an almond butter sandwich uh, you know, then usually I'll go I'll, I'll uh, go work out, and my post workout I'll have another smoothie similar to the one I had earlier, uh, maybe without the oatmeal, um, and then uh, and then from there, you know, I, I'll, a number of different stuff. Whether it's making a, a good uh, vegan like black bean chili uh, with with some satan in it, um, you know, I might have a, a spinach salad with some lentils, you know, and then and then again, you know, more grapefruit and and more uh, almond butter sandwiches. Um, I'm, I'm someone who has a hard time keeping my size on, so you know it's important for me to continue to eat throughout the day and, and, and actually taking a lot of calories because I do burn a lot of calories. And um, you know my body type's not one that holds on to fat, luckily for me. So you know it's more important for me to make sure I'm getting enough calories, enough protein, carbohydrates, and fats than it is worrying about you know taking in too much. And everyone's different when it comes to that, but you know that's that's where the trial and error comes in and understanding how your body works. Oh sure, and and it, when you're a real endurance athlete when, when you're a muscle building athlete i know when i read robert cheeks uh, vegan bodybuilding and fitness and he posted yeah. his diet and it was like oh my god how can you even chew that much sure. <laughs> which again yeah. is you know thank goodness for the vitamix and, and the other Absolute, great absolutely. blenders wind <laughs> your food up and drink it sometimes is the easiest you know yeah, and yeah. that's the thing too i mean the normal the normal person who's not an, uh, an endurance or a strength athlete they don't need that much protein and that's again something i think's been kind of peddled to us by these companies who are trying to make money off protein. But, you know, a normal everyday person doesn't need copious amounts of protein and especially animal protein. So, um, you know, but yeah, for people like myself, like Robert, who are, who are trying to build muscle and, and, and are, you know, obviously expending a lot of calories uh, with, with their output and, and exercise and, and athletics, it becomes more important. But uh, for the everyday person, uh, not, not so much. So a question I've always had, Austin, about pro wrestling is how often do people get injured? I mean, it looks like you're just practically getting broken into pieces fairly right. often. But, but do you guys sustain injuries fairly frequently? I would was, I was say this. We always get hurt. We try not to get injured. I see. You know, and, there's, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's inevitable that you, you get hurt. And it'd be like a football player. You know, you're not going to end the game and not hurt. You try not to get injured, and there's a difference between the two, and it's important to understand the difference. And do you feel that your diet, I know you talked about your low level of inflammation, does mm-hmm. that help with recovery? I'd like to think it does. Um, I don't have, I don't have an, uh, I don't want to go the other direction and see how, what the difference would be. <laughs> yeah, right. I like where I'm at. But I do think as far as recovery, and I, I think especially as I get older, you know, the wear and tear in my body is something that's, you know, it's cumulative. So I'm hoping that the decisions I make now are going to help prolong my career and keep me performing at a higher level for longer and um, keep, you know, keep my keep my body from breaking down, keep that 
keeping the inflammation down is going to help with things like arthritis that could start to set in, in your hips and your knees, which, which does for a lot of wrestlers. You know, the hips, the knees, and the back are, are really the three things that, that you know, a lot of times uh, take a lot of the, the, the toll. And really, a lot of times, it's not even just from the actual wrestling, but it's from the constant travel of, of being in airplanes and cars and, and spend a lot of time in that position as well. It doesn't really help. So um, I, I do think that I do think it helps. I've been pretty lucky not to have too many major injuries. I mean, what I consider major for, for a normal person, they'd probably go, well, that seems pretty major to me. But, you know, I've torn, I've torn ACL, uh, you know, many years back. I've had my nose broken and rebroken uh, numerous, numerous times. Um, you know, I've, I've had a torn disc in my back, a bulged and herniated disc. But they're all things I've been able to recover from and, and uh, through training and, and, and take care of my body through, through what I eat. Well, that was going to be my next question. I know that a lot of people would say that the flip side of good nutrition is fitness. So mm-hmm. what's your workout like? What do you do? What does it take to keep somebody fit enough to go into that ring? Um, well, you know, right now at, at this stage of my career, uh, you know, it's about maintaining where I'm at um, and then kind of working around whatever is hurting on me because, you know, every, every week it could be something different. Uh, I'm lucky enough to found a really great guy down in Florida, uh, Adam Davis. He runs Motion Performance Fitness, and he's a sports science guy. He's he's not just a personal trainer, but he's, but he's a guy who's really rooted in the science behind it. And um, he's worked with a lot of professional athletes, and he helps just – he said, i got to keep you in the game. That's most important. So, you know, there's – you have your conventional lifting that a lot of people think with your heavy squats and your bench press and your, you know, your bent over rows and things like that, deadlifts. But at this stage in the game, because my body has taken, you know, somewhere in tear over the, you know, 14 years now I've been doing this, um, it's about coming up with more creative and more creative ways and, and ways that have less impact on the body to, to still work it out. So, you know, we'll do, do a lot of things with, with, core, with core strength and flexibility and, and body weight and, and things like that uh, as much as we'll do the heavy weight pounding that maybe I did earlier in my career. So how much time do you spend on any given day? working out um you know i try to keep it to an hour a day three or four times a week you know i mean for me that's sufficient um i don't count i don't count the 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 days i go to the beach and go for a jog you know and that's doesn't feel like a workout even though it's you know i'm getting some some exercise and uh you know i think for now that that's sufficient you know again earlier in my career when i was really you know i I broke in i was about 150 pounds so i mean I, i was i was a lot smaller than i am now probably a good 30 to 40 pounds smaller and um so at that point, that was more important where I really put more time in the gym to build that muscle. Now I'm trying to maintain, and, and it's as important I let my body heal itself as it is that I, that I break the muscles down. I think that's something that people forget. You don't, you don't build muscle when you're actually in the gym. You build the muscle when you allow the, the, the body to recuperate and build up all the, all the tears and stuff that you've just done you know, to your muscles. So it's as important to get your rest, eat the right foods, and let the body recoup uh, before you go and break it back down. I see. Now, it seems we talked about nutrition, we talked about fitness, but there really is that third component of what's going on between the ears. So do you have a sense of positive mental attitude or, or what's, what's your inner discipline? Yeah, you know, I, I try, you know, and, and I mean, I think like anybody else, life is always going to have ebbs and flows. And, and I think the most important part is, you know, I, I try to let myself get too high on the highs and, and not too low on the lows and try to keep an even keel. Um, you know, and try to always be mindful of, of all the things I'm grateful for having in my life. You know, sometimes we lose sight of all the things we have when we start to focus on the things we don't have. And, um, you know, I've been very grateful and blessed to, uh, you know, have the life I've had so far, be surrounded by a lot of great people. And, um, you know, I, I think, again, anybody's life, it's never going to be perfect. You're going to have rough moments and you're going to have great moments. And you just try to keep keep it at, at a level uh, a level head about that and keep it even keel and, you um, you know, you know, as far as my spiritual religious side, I just I always feel that we don't really understand what our path is going to go, you know, how it's going to go. We don't we can't understand the twists and the turns and, and, and the deviation from the course we think we're supposed to take. But if we trust that we're going to end up where we're supposed to be and that the final destination is where we belong, then we take all those trials and tribulations and those turns along the way. And we just take them in stride and go, I might not understand why it's happening, but I have to trust that there's a reason behind it and it's going to lead me to where I'm supposed to be. Wow. Well, one of these days when you're 85 and want to stop wrestling, um, I could see motivational speaking as (laughs) 
a next possibility for you. That That's really beautiful. And I love what you said about the highs and the lows, because certainly you're in a profession where those highs have got to be awfully high when people are screaming and cheering. But just to kind of keep that where it's at and then keep the lows from getting you down Eat some good veggies, make a smoothie in your Vitamix, maybe your free Vitamix that you win on Twitter. So check out at Austin Aries on Twitter. You can also read more about Austin's career if you go to impactwrestling.com and just check out Austin on the roster there. Thank you so, so very much. I've really enjoyed our time together. All the best. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, well, you're so welcome. Everybody else, next week, same time, same station, we're going to be bringing on Paul Shapiro. He is Vice President of the Humane Society of the United States, and we're going to be talking about all the good things that are being done for our animal friends. In the meantime, God bless you and eat your veggies. Thank you for listening to Main Street Vegan. Join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time as Victoria Moran entertains, educates, and inspires you on your vegan journey. This program is sponsored by Main Street Vegan. To learn more about Victoria or to explore training with Main Street Vegan Academy as a vegan lifestyle coach, go to www.mainstreetvegan.net. That's www.mainstreetvegan.net. Spirituality into your own hands? Bucking corporate religion in favor of finding your own path? Do you cross the boundary between religion and science? Or between religions themselves? Do you like a dose of humor with your truth-seeking? If you answered yes, you're what we call a holy rascal. Join Rabbi Rami Shapiro for How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Central. Rami and his guests will engage in lively, humorous discussions about what it means to be a spiritual human being in the 21st century. How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m., only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If I were brave, I'd walk the races where fools and dreamers dare to tread and never lose faith. How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on this message from Daily Word. Is something in your life causing you concern? Don't be discouraged. The presence of God is peace and harmony, healing and creative ideas, is with you every moment of every day, providing the help you need. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. You are a spiritual being, blessed with all that you need for happiness and fulfillment. God's wisdom will guide you. God's strength will help you do all that you need to do. And God's joy will lighten your heart with hope and courage. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity.
Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. From mayhem to miracle, from disaster to divine, Lance to Revelations Radio finds the opportunities for spiritual growth in everyday moments. Drawing from current headlines to pop culture, Reverend Ogan blurs the lines between the sacred and the profane, bringing meaning to the meaningless, with guests who are dedicated to transforming the world for good. Join Ogan live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central for Rants to Revelations Radio. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.